Welcome back to the Vol State Chat. I'm your co-host, Jeff Ray. I'm joined today by Janice Heron from the Public Relations Department and Larry Job, our guest here today, who's a college student here at Vol State and will be graduating here in a few weeks. Larry, in the last segment, we learned that you spent your early years in Tennessee. You moved to Michigan for a while and then came back to Tennessee after high school. When Janice and I talked to you earlier in the month, you mentioned a bad car accident in 2007, which altered your life's path. Can you share more about the accident? And do I recall that you might have been in a coma for quite some time? Yes, it was a near-death experience in 2007, September 27, 2007, to be exact. I had moved back to Tennessee, as I said, working at TRW. And like every other young person, I was going and I wanted a spouse. I wanted, because I grew up in a single parent home, I wanted to always be a good father and be there for my child. So I never got married or anything. I had the opportunity several times, but I didn't do it because of the simple fact I wanted to try to get myself together and be a good father and live a family or fatherly life and a family life. But on September the 27th, 2007, I acted like a child and got upset at one of my stepsons. I left home angry and I went to the laundromat having a, well, I had a washer and dryer at home on my carports. But again, out of anger and acting like a child, I got in my vehicle, took off and went to the laundromat. I was gonna pursue washing my uniform. All I remember is putting my jacket into the laundry or into the washer. I looked up and saw Hartsfield liquor. I went to the liquor store where I hadn't been drinking for several weeks, months, because I was trying to be a good father and change my life. All through life, I was steady, determined to change. But the environments and things I took to where I wanted what I wanted and I was greedy and I took. So, so many times I valued me instead of others. And on my way home, because I left the laundromat and drinking, I had what you call a blackout. So I drove 17 miles from Charlesdale County back to Lebanon. And on my way home, because I had told my spouse, no matter what, we make it home. Because if you're gonna be a family, to me, both individuals need to be at home at night. So on my way home, there was an S-curve. They reconstructed the road now. But I didn't uh, make the S-curve, I made a C. And I ran into two Bodoc trees I tell people all the time that I didn't ride with the devil, I drove the devil. He would tell me to make a right and I'd be talking about it was more action to the left. But in time and in a period of life, I sit back and I see all the wrong and things that I've done. And for that, you know, I sit back and I try to make things right. But laying up in the hospital room because I was, like I said, a near-death experience, and I was told that I probably wouldn't be able to walk or talk anymore. But through the episode and through the grace of God, I had one individual, Jimmy Huddleston. I thought I was MC Hammer because everything smiled at me. They were a friend. But later on, I found out that I was like, you know, Billy Graham or somebody or Larry Graham. I was doing a solo and I felt solo. That's when I learned that everybody 
that I sat back and hurt. You know, I felt the hurt and the pain myself because when you're laying up in the hospital bed and you're wondering what's going to happen to you and you lose everything because at that point I lost my job, my vehicle, everything because my spouse, she was carrying my biological daughter. At that point, she didn't want a disabled man. I get it because some people can't be a caregiver and choose not to. It's hard on them. But see, also, I was hard on my spouse and on my children. Therefore, you pay the price. It's a thing in the Bible to say you reap what you sow. But after you reap what you sow, you don't have to continue to be there. You can make changes. And that's where, like I said, I always had determination. So therefore, I wanted to make changes into my life. I saw what Polly Purebred could do, my sister. So... As always, she was my motivation and always believed in me. So I decided I was going back to school. I wanted to be somebody. But regardless, anybody is somebody. It doesn't take an education. But the thing of it is, an education will take you far. And when you get into a good education and you make money in a career, you don't have to do those things out there in the street, worry about the police, look back on your back, watching everything. And see, the best thing in life is pretty much free. What a person wants or what I say I want is a peace of mind. So I went back struggling and trying to do the right thing. I went to a, after the hospital, I went to a Smyrna over at TRC. It's a rehabilitation school. And that's where I suffered with a traumatic brain injury. And through the hard work and people over there, they worked with me. And I learned cognitive skills and things. And then also, some of the problems that I had on my past, we approached and dealt with that. I met a gentleman by the name of Wayne Leeper, which he had a plan called God's Way. Unlike other things, I was going to AA and NA, but it wouldn't get through to me. But being at a Bible-based family throughout from Tennessee and Michigan because I had good people on both sides, but I chose to do the wrong thing. Well, through Wayne Leaper, I learned how to set back, and I call it working on my PMS, and that is <laughs> I try to keep myself together physically, working out and swimming because I'm so banged up. Then mentally, I read my Bible, I study. Spiritually, there's church, there's, you know, the Bible again, Sunday school. Am I perfect? No, but I'm trying to make changes, and there's so much that if I can help someone, I want to, and that's my goal now. And I've learned how to be an advocate through our partners and partnership for the state of Tennessee. And now I'm presently on the board for the disability as an advocate. That's where I'm at at this time and point in my life. Thank you. Larry, you are such an inspiration. Um, I know to me and to all that's listening to this today, um, you learn to walk again, talk again, and live life again. You created a total new mindset for yourself. So how in the world did you get to Volunteer State Community College? <laughs> I got to Volunteer College Hey, on a wagon, I guess you could say. <laughs> no, I started out because I wanted to return. 
And then I can recall, I bought an old truck and I blew the motor in it. I was like the deuce of hazard, giddy <laughs> up and ghost. Out. I love speed and action. Well, I blew the motor up in the truck. I purchased a car from a guy in Glacewell, Tennessee, and I was going to pull the motor. But anyway, I drove the car to Vol State, and after class and all, I learned out learned that the car didn't have lights. So I took off in the car because I had a flashlight. I almost made it to 109 and the police had somebody pulled over. Well, I had been used to running from the police and I thought that the car didn't have no lights, so I just turned around. <laughs> Little did I know it had brake lights. So I got pulled over and that was a struggle, but from that point, I had to drop out of school again. But after my car accident, I decided, as I told you, I wanted to do the right things, so I come on back and I started working and just doing what I could. And there was a company called Mid Cumberland. I would catch Mid Cumberland to and from a lot of times, a trio, <laughs> which I have several people who would sit there and wait with me and make sure that I got on the van and got back and forth to classes. And during my struggle, I had so much support here and love. So that's how I got back, and I just hung in there. And they kept telling me I could, but I was like the little red Indian. I could, but I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Well, we'll be back here in a little bit after a short break. You're listening to the Vol State Chat here on Vol State Radio, WVCP 88.5 FM. 